This episode of Cellulose Free is brought to you by a woman being wheeled around on one of those sets of stairs that they have for aeroplanes. Cullen had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can, and now they're cellulose-free. Now they're cellulose-free. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Cellulose-Free. My name is Colin, and with me, as always, is my fellow film watcher, compadre, and son, Thomas. Hi. Hello. What have you been up to? Okay, so first of all, I have a confession to make. <gasps> I, I have accidentally, because I didn't check, seen a film that was on your list in the past week. Oh, that's all right. Uh, if it comes up again, uh, <laughs> I will mention it after we have seen that film. <laughs> oh, now, now you've got me on tenterhooks. I wonder which one it was. Uh, because I think I am happy enough to see it again, oh. possibly in quick succession, if it comes up, because I do sort of want to talk about it. Right. But again, I'm not saying what it is right now. No, no. No. Now, today we are watching a film that I've selected. Mm-hmm. Next week we are watching a film that you've selected. Yes, or have are going to select? Yes. Um, is that too close a, a what am I trying to say? I don't know. Right. And and I'm going to continue to think about this <laughs> up until I actually have to make a selection. Okay. After which I still will not tell you. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> Other f- well, uh, <laughs> so actually, you, if I do, if I do end up selecting it, I probably will have to tell you because it'll be obvious. But well, it may not be. You know, you, you could pretend, faux shake the phone, and and select it, and then read the plot synopsis, and then I'll guess what it is, and then wonder whether that was a deliberate shake or a faux shake. <laughs> In other news, mm. uh, the Tour de France uh, wrapped up right. and dovetailed directly into the Tour de France film mm-hmm. of X Swift. Oh, very short. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, 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 one would hope that they were progressing with speed, but <laughs> yes, and. That's continuing much in the same fashion as the the men's Tour de France. Except it's women in Lycra. Yeah. Mm. They have crashed rather a lot. Yes, I've heard that there have been some accidents, including a Australian rider who mm. has exited the race. Mm. In-, in the Tour de France, the men's Tour de France, uh, there were t- 22 teams of eight, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Women's Tour de France has 24 teams of six. And one of those 24 teams uh, now, after day three, only has two of their six riders left. Right. Uh, oh, That's careless the, of them. The four who left 
all left yesterday. Uh-huh. And was it in one dramatic crash or I don't I don't think so. Than, uh, two of two of them withdrew. Right. Uh, abandoned as the parlance goes and the other two were outside the time limit. Right. I don't know exactly what happened to any of them. <laughs> the, well, the last two were waiting for the other two who had actually <laughs> dropped out we, earlier without letting them know. We, they were we, waiting and waiting. Oh, I'll be here soon. You know, we then have we can team, keep riding. We have team radio for a reason, <laughs> right? Breaker, breaker. Um, Hello? Is anybody hearing this? Hello? Where are the other two so, riders? So that'll continue through until Sunday, and then I can go back into cycling hibernation until <laughs> La Vuelta happens at September? Ah. I think September. Which is Iceland's version of the Tour de France. No. No, it's... Scandinavia. No. Brazil. No, though they do speak a language that is also spoken in a country that is close to the country that it takes place in. <laughs> Spain. Yes, yes. Good. Uh, we mustn't insult the Portuguese, must we? <laughs> no, no, we must not. Okay. Um, <laughs> When's that? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure September. Okay. So I'll have I'll have a month. You will be just getting into a yeah. sleep cycle. I I must repeat that all this cycling is not actually having any effect on my sleep cycle. Uh, I am just bad. He's bad. You're bad. Uh, the, the Tour de France form uh, ends before one a.m. and I have been. Rather distressingly, uh, going to bed around seven yes, a lot. Yes, yes, we ha um, we have been aware of that because yeah. you usually wake us up. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you will be. Um, video games. I've been playing video games uh, at the end of last week's episode. Mm -hmm. After the credits, uh, I gave some first impressions. On the Hot Wheels expansion to Forza Horizon 5. Yes. Have they uh, changed? Uh, no, no. No. My impression has not changed. I I am 23. Yes, <laughs> I am 23. And I think I might be just a little old for a bunch of loops in quick succession to be exciting. Yeah. Fair enough. Or you didn't really have a childhood that involved Hot Wheels cars and loops. Yeah. yeah. I think that might have something at, to do with it too. At the grandparents occasionally. Yeah. Which, which is to say here. here. <laughs> yep. That, um, was, that was my Hot Wheels set that yeah. I don't believe is uh, here anymore. No. 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 I think uh, I got rid of it. Um, One of those regretful things that... Yeah, big, big loops and lava, which I'd already seen in the main portion of Hot Wheels because it has a big volcano in it. Yeah. Um, and giant toy dragons. Not not really doing it for me. No. Um, I, I have finished, but probably will not complete 
the expansion. Yeah. And Escape Academy came out and was on Game Pass, so I picked it up. And it's basically a bunch of escape rooms, and it's okay. Right. It's just okay. Uh-huh. I, I am happy to have taken the, the good graces of my brother, who owns Game Pass, <laughs> in order to experience it for free. And it's okay. It ends rather abruptly. What, with the door opening? No, no, you, you just sort of... <laughs> The whole game, you're working up to receiving the seal of escape. And at the end, you beat the final boss. Because the game has a final boss, for whatever reason. Because games have final bosses. Yeah, you beat the final boss. And then moments later, you are awarded the seal of escape. And that is the end of the game. Good. Roll credits. Not even like a fade to credits. (laughs) Just cut to the pre-prepared... Uh, credits bit that they had, which is just a piece of art with the credits rolling over it. Good. So, yeah. I don't know if I will be picking up any of the DLC for it, because I felt that the puzzles were just sort of fine, uh, and one of them broke. Just didn't give me <laughs> the, the information that I needed to solve it. Oh. Did you the, investigate the, that further and find that other people have had it break on them? No, no. Uh, well, I I investigated what was supposed to be on there after I'd already uh, brute-forced the puzzle. Right. Because you could just brute-force it. You bashed the door down. No, no. There, there were eight switches that needed to be flicked in a specific order. Mm-hmm. And so I went through. Fortunately, errors out if you get any of them wrong at any point. So don't have to flick eight yeah. And then find out that I'm wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, there, there was a screen that was supposed to tell me what I was supposed to do with any of the, the information that was around me. Uh, and it was blank. The screen was blank. Much like the look that I'm giving you right now. Yeah. But other than that, the puzzles were just fine. <laughs> Nothing to, to write home about particularly. Well, you're already home anyway. So. Yeah. Mm. So what's the point? No. What have you been up to? Oh, nothing much. And so, so this segment <laughs> ended abruptly. Oh, the usual. The, the usual off week from uh, donating plasma. Uh, a bit of walking. Mm-hmm. And a few photo takings. Hmm. Um, yes, but we do have a movie to watch and it's a fairly lengthy one. We do. As we mentioned before, it was my pick. Off my list of films that I'd like to revisit, and I've still got sort of some hesitations. You know, when it came up, I thought, "Huh, did I mark that?" And I think it's more a case of I have only seen it once, and yeah, wouldn't mind watching it again. There, that's filled <laughs> Thomas with even more eagerness and excitement to watch it. Mm. What are we watching today? We are watching a film that is stickered from Sanity as <laughs> costing fourteen ninety nine, but. Also stickered with a, an incredible deal, but free for forty dollars, which is not much of a discount, or four for fifty dollars, which is also not much of a discount. <laughs> yeah, and I, I cannot tell you which discount that I took for that, but I, I would have. Um, <laughs> it would have been a, a set of either three or four. Anyway, so what are we watching? 
we are watching Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, which has a description on the back, and I'm going to read it. Good. Yeah. Adapted from the acclaimed bestseller by Jonathan Safran Thor? Thor. Thor. Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close is a story that unfolds from inside the mind of Oscar Schell, an inventive 11-year-old New Yorker whose discovery of a key in the belongings of his father, who died in the World Trade Center on 9-11, sets him off on an urgent search for the lock it opens. As Oscar's quest takes him across the city, he encounters an eclectic assortment of people, survivors in their own way, who help uncover links to his father, preserving a connection to the man who helped Oscar confront his fears about the noisy, dangerous world around him. Those are some... (laughs) Some (laughs) sentences. Yeah. Yeah, I had some problems with those last week. That is two sentences. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we're watching... Extremely loud and incredibly close, or incredibly loud and extremely close. First one. <laughs> Thomas is going to not do anything because I've already put it in yeah. the machine to watch. You have. So we're going to watch it, and then we're going to come back and have a bit of a talk about it. So we shall catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Or, or side A. It's one of those. Well, yeah, it's definitely one of them. Yep. Okay. Mongrel. So what did you think? Yeah, that was that was all right. That 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 worked for me. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm I'm a quivering mess. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I now remember why I was uh, sort of hesitant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I it all sort of came flooding back to me as to how it affected me the first time I watched it. I think subconsciously I was dreading uh, doing that to me again Uh Um, because, yeah, it is quite a traumatic film in places, for me at least. I don't know whether... It it is a difficult piece of work. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, And dealt with a whole heap of issues that hit a nerve, I guess, Mm -hmm. in in places. And so I, (laughs) I, I did get a bit teary. It is, I think, a solid piece of work, but with the big but that you have to be emotionally ready for it, <laughs> and and, and I'd, I'd completely forgotten that. <laughs> the format of this show, mm-hmm. sometimes you, you can't. No. You just can't. No. Well, that's right. Um, and, and so partway through, I... I I had a, a run of guilts as far as, oh, how is he going to take this? And uh, on a number of different levels, uh, you know, it, it dealt with the autism spectrum, for example. And This is a more sympathetic portrayal than most. Yep. Possibly getting a li- little tetchy for me in places, but not too bad. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do with this now. <laughs> what, what notes did you make? I didn't make any notes. Good, good. No, <laughs> no just, just reasonably well put together. I don't know that I'd cut anything from the runtime. No, it didn't 
feel padded no at all and it didn't feel at all that long either mm-hmm. um the the only time that i looked at the timer ticking over was to think oh you know th- there's still some loose ends are they going to wrap those up and other than that, it, it wasn't a case of uh, worrying that this is going on for too long. It was a case of, oh, um, 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 are they going to be able to finish it? <laughs> I wasn't particularly worried, and I wasn't feeling the length in any way, but I do just sort of instinctively look at the clock as it's ticking away. Yep. I have a lot of bad movie habits. <laughs> <laughs> the acting was superb. I thought, mm-hmm. and uh, the young kid he, yeah. he barely did anything other than this film, and was picked up off of doing Kids Week on Jeopardy the year before. Yeah, where he uh, won over thirty thousand dollars and a family vacation to Alaska. I wouldn't mind a family vacation to Alaska. Would have to be the right time of the year, but uh, yeah, that would be. Is there a right time of year <laughs> for Alaska? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. One thing that I found interesting was the way my brain was was spinning when I was getting ready to to watch this was that, okay, so the the mute grandfather Mm -hmm. was played by Max von Sydow. And tell me if these films ring any bells as far as our podcast is concerned. Mm -hmm. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Minority Report. Yeah. Shutter Island? Yeah. Okay, so two of those three were still under wraps. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Yes, Minority Report wasn't, because I'd seen that before. And so had but, I. But Conan and Shutter Island. So both of those have got uh, Max von Sydow in them. The only other one on the shelf is his portrayal of Ming the Merciless in Flash Gordon. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So... so. Five films of the the iconic actor. Uh, some of those films not necessarily as iconic, but no. Yeah. But for someone who does have a quite a recognisable voice, he still managed to act extremely well, not saying a thing in this film. Well, I thought so. No, uh, as, as oh, oh, you were doing. Did, a, I was doing. You were doing show. a Max von Sydow. <laughs> gotcha. Got you. Uh, I'm glad this is a visual medium. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I realised it before I did it, and did it anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So, I do strongly recommend this film, but be in a happy place when you watch it. Because ultimately, it is a happy film mm-hmm. in the end, I think. Um, um, well, it is It is a film about grief and loss. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but it, it does have its comedic moments. There was certainly numerous times where we both out loud chuckled. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, it isn't streaming anywhere, as far as I can tell, unless you pay for it uh, on Apple Pay View or things like that. All right. Do you have anything else you wish to say about that film? No. I couldn't write any notes. No, I probably should have taken some notes, but... I just got completely immersed in it and and couldn't distract myself 
from the, there was one time where I thought, oh, I might make a note about that, but no, there were there are other things happening, and as as <laughs> as you could tell, my uh, my eyesight isn't as good as it used to be, no. and I had to pay a great deal of attention. So <laughs> that's life. That's my eyes. They're not going to get <laughs> well, any better. My eyesight also isn't particularly good, but. Uh, my glasses actually solve the yes, problem. Yes, whereas mine sort of uh, rub off the coarse edges as much as they can, but not great. All right, well, I'm still sort of in a weird place at the moment, so let, let's let's move on. And yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, there, there was one thing. There are... A number of films I know in my life that have had a very deep impact on me Mm -hmm. that I haven't been able to bring myself to watch again. Mm -hmm. Um, So Schindler's List is an example of that. I've only watched that once. I saw it at the cinema and real emotional punch to the guts and I fully recognise that that is an incredible and amazing film, but I have not been able to bring myself to watch that again. This, I recall at the end of it, the first time that I watched it, or the last time I watched it, having a similar experience, but not not quite as as dramatic as Schindler's List, but but knowing that, that that has to stay on the shelf, but I don't know when I will ever get round to watching it again. And so when I made that list of films that I'd like to revisit, I put it on that uh-huh. to possibly push me to, to watch it again. But I am glad that I got to watch it again and look forward to watching it again the next time around. Hmm. All right, we're going to move on. The following segment has no title. Thank you. Except... <laughs> oh! What, what have we got? Um, Antoasferatu. Hi, Antoasferatu. This is going to be a surprise to me, because yeah. Thomas has been holding out on me again. <laughs> um, says, quote, You're strange, unquote, says the man doing a Sesame Street yip-yip alien impression, which I can't remember if that came up yip, during yip, the podcast. Yip, 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 yip. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it was right at the very, very beginning. In fact, it was a, a pre-opening sequence. Oh, but, well, that'll explain why I've not remembered it, because yeah. it was right yeah. at the start. Yeah, we hadn't even officially started recording and, at that stage. And I don't listen back to these things. No, no. Who would? I, <laughs> well, I, I prob- do. I probably should have <laughs> to work out what Antoasferatu <laughs> was referencing, uh, but uh, I didn't. So, so you've been holding on to this, being totally clueless. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. if you had come to me with, this is what Intuosferatu, I have no idea what he's talking about, but Intuosferatu made a <laughs> reference to uh, Muppet yip-yips. Well, <laughs> re- realistically, I wouldn't have needed to come to you because I could have. Just listened back to the episode. Well, that's right. That's, that is true. It, it would have been so simple. And yet... And yet, you're strange. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you, Into Osferatu. And then we have a, a novel from Helen. Right. With a bunch of random comments from the last three episodes. How did I miss this? Oh, I didn't... Okay. A, a big disclaimer here. Uh-huh. The Facebook page, Thomas gets automatically notified uh, mm. when he Be- publishes. Because I make the posts. Yes, because he makes the posts. So, unless I notice him doing that, mm-hmm. which makes me remember to watch those particular comments, I don't see any following comments. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Now, you did see the post. Facebook yeah. does say that you saw the post. Did I? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll cut that out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But seeing does not necessarily always spark remembering. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's right. Uh, because there are other people who use my Facebook. Mm. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, I... Just because it says, uh, I saw it, doesn't mean I Mm. saw it. We will see. Please, go on. So, have just listened to the last three and the 27-second interlude. Here is a bunch of random comments. No, I haven't heard this, read this, seen this. I probably won't watch iRobot because I read the book, indeed I've read most of Asimov's robot stuff, and the lack of alignment will irritate me. Oh yes, it will completely bug you got absolutely nothing to do apparently with the the book so it sounds like i should slash shouldn't watch hot fuzz (laughs) yes you are absolutely right that is a fair assessment the warped arm in quote unquote escape to victory had an encounter encounter with the slats of a bunk bed oh it was a bunk bed was it oh i thought it was two tables I quite liked it, but I am a football-slash-soccer fan, though it was really rather silly. It was really rather silly. I think you were looking for the word spoof with reference to Leslie Nielsen Uh, and Mel Brooks, Yes, that is the word we were looking for and failed to find. And was your sad burger experience of a few weeks ago at Mr. Burger by any chance? Oh, oh. See, I wasn't going to reveal or point fingers at, but seeing as I did write a, I think, level-headed worded uh, letter to their head office basically the same day and haven't heard anything back, I can vouch for the fact that, yes, it was Mr. Burger. Right. Yes, which was a bit of a surprise. Well, I wasn't going to go there and I won't. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, it it was a a pretty average burger. (laughs) Strike that one off all the burger places I was never going to go to and add it to the list of ones that I have received a bad testimonial for. (laughs) Uh, I'm intrigued to hear, uh, as long as I mark uh, to be notified of any comments in future episodes. as to why that was the one that was suspected. And finally... Yes. Uh, ...from Helen. Yes. ...to be clear. Yes. Uh, because I am too late for all the others. Mm-hmm. W-L-D-S-N-D. 
Hang on, uh, because uh, there's an- another one that we haven't actually uh, made comment on. So, hang on, let me just bring up that one. W... W-L-D-S-N-D. I'm afraid not. No. No. Okay. No. So, so while we're on this, we... the one that we didn't comment on... Oh, yes. What, what was that? That was The Great Escape. Uh-huh. That nobody, as far no. as I'm aware, guessed on. Uh, shall I reveal that? Sure. <laughs> okay, so Great Escape was G-R-T-E-S-C. Yeah, yeah, that, that seems about right. <laughs> okay. And finally, mm-hmm. on this week's untitled segment, we have a typically short comment from Dunkle. A typically short but much appreciated mm. comment from Dunkle. Which reads simply... W-L-D-E-N-D. Mm, very similar to Helen's suggestion, but different. Mm-hmm. And also different from the correct answer. <laughs> which, which is... is W-R-L-D, world, uh-huh. N-D. Right. Yes. You, you drop the S. Mm. Yeah. Mm, world end. Hmm. Yes. Now, as for this week, nobody has got any chance whatsoever of getting this. But you can try. (laughs) Yes, it's awful. Uh, It it really is absolutely awful. But when you're dealing with a film that's called Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, and you've got to condense that down to six letters, we're doomed to begin with. And I, I am appalled myself in what I ended up with. You should be. I really should. Yeah. You you could have gone with E-L-E-T-I-C. I could have done. But, but that's not what you went with. No. No. But give it a try. We encourage your uh, participation in this frivolous exercise. But post your uh, suggestions in the usual places that you suggest them. One of which I probably won't see. Or two of them I won't see. Okay. So we're going to move on. We are going to move on. Pick a film. For next week. So we can. Go to bed. And it's your turn. It is my turn. And <laughs> I think I'm going to follow up on that confession I made oh, earlier. Okay. Okay. All right. So last week mm-hmm. we watched The World's End. We did. And that had some trailers in front of it. Oh, it did. Um, well, that's right, it had a number of, didn't it? Mm. And at that stage, there were other people in the room, I think. There were. There and going, oh, and some of them played longer than others. Yeah. That's all I can remember. <laughs> I can't remember what there was. And one of those trailers sparked me to watch a film. Mm-hmm. And I watched the film. Yes. And then after I'd watched the film... I looked it up on my movies because I thought that we might have had it on something or other. Yes. And we did. And then I looked in the personal categories and right there was... What was what your category called? My category is uh, Colin Wants to Revisit, I think. S-U-W-2, Colin Wants a Revisit. Right. So it was on mine but not yours. Yes. Okay. That is correct. So you've watched it without waiting for me. Accidentally. Accidentally. Yes. Yep. I, I've done that a couple of times myself. 
but let's see if I can guess what it is. So, this film is from 2013. Okay. Which I class as fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Universal Pictures, obviously. <laughs> of course. O- obviously, because we oh, watched The World's watched, End. Yeah, okay. Which was <laughs> so not useful My brain does not. <laughs> the only one that gets close to doing that would be Disney. It stars Tom Cruise. Right. 2013 and Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Right. And Morgan Freeman. Oh. Right. Everyone's screaming at me, but um, I, I hope you appreciate where my headspace is at the moment. Um. Directed by the same person who directed Tron Legacy. Oh, now, now that now that is bugging me because I think that came up on the screen, even. Produced by the producer of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm. And yet none of this is helping. Oh, it isn't. No. No, I don't like how you play this game. <laughs> well, play, the problem... Play it with my rules. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is that your rules <laughs> tend to say the name of the film. <laughs> which... <laughs> yeah, but last week when I did that, by the time I got to the end of it, you couldn't remember the name of the film. <laughs> oh. Here, here's uh, proof. Roll the tape. <laughs> But uh, I have just looked at the description, and it doesn't have, and does it, it does not have the name of the film. Okay. Okay. So this should be able to tell you what film it is. Yeah. But can you remember the title? <laughs> this groundbreaking cinematic event stars Tom Cruise as Jack Harper. The oh, lo- okay, yeah, okay. Buzz. Buzz. Yes. Yeah, and that has just been absolutely bugging me um, because I kept on getting these these brief glimpses and, and, yes, we sat through pretty much all of the ad for it. Oh, I assure you, we sat through that whole ad. That whole ad, ad. right. Um, now, had you seen it before? I had not seen it okay, before. Okay, well, this, this could be interesting. And then I saw it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and now you're, you're suffering oblivion. I am. Yeah. I am suffering mm-hmm. from having watched Oblivion. <laughs> you are. Good. Okay. And now I must share this experience with you. You, you must. Another person who has also watched Oblivion, but some time ago. It's quite some time ago, yes. Um, please, do go on. <laughs> I, I, I got to the first comma, and then you stopped me. Yeah, start again, because I'm, I'm curious to now know how much it took for me to... For the penny to drop. This groundbreaking cinematic event, completely useless information, yeah. stars Tom Cruise as Jack Harper, Buzz. Wow. Is that all it took? Yeah. The yeah. lone security repairman stationed on a desolate, nearly ruined future Earth. When he rescues a beautiful stranger from a downed spacecraft... Her arrival triggers a non-stop chain of events that forces him to question everything he knows and leaves humanity's fate in his hands. Academy Award winner Morgan Freeman joins Cruz in this visually stunning, explosive story from the director of Tron Legacy and the producer of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. We are going to watch Oblivion. We are. So you've decided that you're in in a... (laughs) 
a mindset that you can watch it so soon after having watched it the first time? Well, now now that I've watched it the first time, I can focus more on taking notes to ah, rectify good, good. the grave error that we made this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should pre-watch the film and mm. then watch it again before recording this podcast. I still have somewhere, yes, yes, somewhere I do have a couple of pages of notes on the second viewing of uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker that I did for whatever reason. Right. Which I've only watched once. Yeah, it's it's only really worth watching once, but I watched it <laughs> twice and took notes the second time. And you did it in the cinema, didn't you? I did. <laughs> you watched it twice in the cinema. Well, I, I was in the middle of a bit of a cinema binge at the time. Oh, dear. Um, fortunately, it was not the last film that I watched in cinema before the world happened. Right, yes. All right. Next week. No, I, I I had to go all the way out to Hobart for that. <laughs> As he points to Glenorchy. <laughs> well, you know, his state cinema, it's it's sort of Glenorchy ways. Yeah, it's sort of there. Hobart is there. State cinema is about there. And as this is a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, you know the uh, casino? It's sort the, of close. What? You, you could you could drive between those points pretty quickly. If oh, yes, you could. not particularly busy. You, yeah, walking between the casino oh, no. and no. the state cinema. No. No. No, I took the bus. Not not from the casino, mind. Go, going to the casino was never on the cards. <laughs> <laughs> I realised that pun as I was making it. <laughs> that being said, I have walked from here to well past the state cinema a number of times. Anyway, we digress. And I have to chop this thing into little pieces. So let's wrap this thing yeah. up. Next week, Oblivion. We hope that you can join us. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Um, please join us in Oblivion. Um, but until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a high hello production. No, Oblivion's not here yet. It's next week. <laughs> You're going to have to wait. Are you sitting comfortably? I'm stopping. Why? Why are you sitting comfortably? The podcast's over. Oh, go away. Dear. Dear, dear. Go go do literally anything else. Go home. Go home. Go home. It's over. Bye. Go home. <laughs> testin, testin, testin. Pigs and testin. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah. all them pigs. Pigs intestine. Yeah.